Well, is he the GOAT? Is he the GOAT? The unanimous. Across all sports. I'm going to say this. And I'm probably going to say this plenty of times. Um, They're comparing Brady. Ever since Brady got his fifth ring. That's crazy to even say. Um, <clears throat> they've been comparing him to MJ. You know, Braun has been in the mix. <clears throat> I'm going to say this. The two guys that I've slandered the most has been Tom Brady and LeBron James, right? And it has done more so with the accomplishments that has been since they've been in the league, you know? Both had different paths, you know? Um, Braun has been praised, shit, since high school, right? And then, whereas Brady has literally gotten it from the mud. You know what I mean? The, the most unathletic cat we've ever seen at the quarterback position. <laughs> I mean, how many times? It's like year after year they show his 40, his 40-yard dash. They show his body, his way in, and it's nasty. But we all know it's a team sport, you know? And Brady can go out there and throw for 500 yards like he did against the Eagles in that, in that Super Bowl where he threw for 500 yards. But that defense will let you down, you know? We can look at Pat Mahomes. <clears throat> As great as he is, that defense still let him down. That offensive line let him down. And, you know, there were some bad decisions that he made. So what I got to say is that you can't really measure the sports. But if you want to go by stats and rings, yeah. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. There probably won't be another quarterback that comes close to him in a very long time. Even even Pat Mahomes. Even Pat Mahomes. It really only takes a season to figure out a system. It really only takes a season to figure out a quarterback. You know what I mean? And and we have, you know, we we've seen the the juggernauts versus the juggernauts. Remember some years ago. Where that Baltimore defense met with met up against the Patriots in the regular season, you know what I mean, and it came down to like a couple of missed calls, and I knew that I know there was a, a touchdown that they didn't consider that you know was a touchdown, um, but it's very rare that you'll see the clash of of the Titans, you know what I mean? It's very rare. Like when we seen Green Bay versus Tampa Bay, that was a clash of. Two quarterbacks, but those quarterbacks technically don't go against each other. They're going against defenses. You know what I mean? So it's very rare that we actually that we actually see a number one defense versus undoubtedly the number one offense. And Tampa Bay is nowhere near the number one defense. Never they never were the number one defense during the season. Which shows the excellence of that coaching staff because, again, this is game by game. To sustain a number one defense in the league all season is fucking phenomenal. And that's, that goes out to that Ravens squad 
where they sustained a couple of years, like they were a fucking juggernaut. Even early earlier before that, that Tampa Bay team, you know, that beat my Raiders in the Super Bowl. They sustained a number one defense. The Niners, uh, here and there, they sustained a, a top level, a top level defense. Not last year, that was for sure. Maybe the year before. Um, but when you can make the adjustments just for one game, that that's that's pure greatness right there. When you stop a number one offense from scoring a touchdown, the joke, the meme that Kansas City flew out to Tampa Bay to kick three field goals. Knowing that they've had the most weapons in the league for the past couple of years. The most weapons. Their quarterback is a weapon. (laughs) You know, they got weapons on every, every position. Running back to tight end to receivers. They got weapons. And to go to the Super Super Bowl, which the year before you won with those same weapons, obviously we will say a much more better defense, I guess. And by all means, Kansas City defense has been trash. You know, they they were trash. Remember, they could have lost to the Texans in that AFC Championship game. They very well could have lost to the, you know, they could have lost that. Because their defense is not, they got playmakers. Shout out to the Honey Badgers. They got playmakers. They got some solid linebackers. But overall, I mean, the defense, listen, that same Kansas City team this year only lost two games. That was to the Chargers and to my Raiders. Divisional uh, rivals, but... That was when they lost to the Chargers. That game meant nothing. That was just pure resting right there. They could have very well won, won that game. They could have won that game if they wanted to. They could have. They could have played all their starters uh, all four quarters and 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 whooped their ass. But you know what? They didn't. So honestly, they only really lost one game because they lost to us earlier in the season. And then the second time we played them, it went down to the wire. So that Kansas City team is beatable. It's just that they actually made great plays at the moment, and they put up a lot of points on offense. This time around, they ran into a offense that has similar weapons. You know what I mean? They definitely got the receiving core over there. That was probably that's probably Brady's best receiving core overall, if you really think about it. I'm talking about overall. He got a lot of weapons over there. That offense is set. That defense, they got playmakers. It's just that you can score on those playmakers. <laughs> you can score on that defense. But the way they orchestrated that defensive uh that defense for Sunday, that was that was something else to shut that offense down. So is he the GOAT? Yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm a Raiders fan and I'm a Lakers fan. What is that saying? Watching LeBron his whole career in that Cavs jersey, going over to that Miami jersey, coming back in that Cavs jersey, then coming inside that Lakers jersey. Pause. That's not sounding right. Um, I watched the greatness individually. You know what I mean? And then I watched him carry teams. I watched him fail, and I watched him win championships. 
And as a hater, it's easy to say Wade was there. Bosch was there. Kyrie was there. Kevin Love was there. But when you remove those players and you can plug in some other players, he still carried teams. He did. He carried these teams. And if you remove a Scotty, we're not talking about six for six. If you remove a Kobe or if you remove a Shaq, we not be we might not be talking about four to five rings. It's just as simple as that. So I would say Brady is the GOAT as far as quarterbacks. He's the GOAT as far as quarterbacks. I still believe Dan Marino is something special. I still believe Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback that has everything every other quarterback has ever, ever had. He just hasn't had the right team around him. I still think that Michael Vick, besides Randall Cunningham, is the most athletic quarterback that we've ever seen. But overall, we got to give it to, and, and Peyton Manning, I, I think that he was probably one of the first quarterbacks on the, on the field coaches that we've seen, where he could literally break down a defense like Omaha, this nigga the audibles every goddamn play because he sees something in the defense. And again, the one year that he did win, um, as a Bronco, killer defense. You know what I mean? He had some he had some solid weapons, but he had a better defense. But overall, we've seen Brady carry some slugs to the Super Bowl. Again, he can't win it by himself. So you got to tip your hat to Belichick, and you got to tip your hat to that defense, and even those defensive coordinators at that at that time. But he played well. There are some quarterbacks that has won Super Bowls that relied on their defense. You know, if 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 Pete Carroll don't make the if he don't make the the wrong call then Russell Wilson might be in a discussion. Even though they tried to make force him to be the Super Bowl MVP by making that pass, even if they would have given it to Beast Mode, who would have arguably won that, that Super Bowl MVP, yet and still, he would have been looked at as one of the top quarterbacks that has won multiple Super Bowls, and he, you would never know how his career would have ended out. You know what I'm saying? They probably would have kept some momentum. They probably wouldn't have lost Beast Mode. So it's just, I mean, there's a lot that plays into it. In football, you need everything, bro. You need everything clicking. As you can see, watching the finals from last year, Everything didn't click for us. Even though we ran through the playoffs, it seemed like we didn't, but we actually did because we only lost one game each series. And then 
Miami actually pulled two games out of us. And we didn't have everything because the the pieces that we relied on didn't show up like how they were supposed to show up. No need to go through it. We already know who it is. Some of most of those players are not even on the team anymore. But if a lot of players don't show up in that Super Bowl, it's, it's, it might not work out. And you only get one chance. And the reason why I say I'm going to give, I think LBJ at the end of the day is probably going to be the best. I doubted it for a while because this when he was, I think this is when he was stuck on three. He was stuck on three. And I think is is undeniable at this point to where he's going to end up at um, because he's actually dominating the game on cruise control. And it, and it may be because he is getting older. But the fact that he knows he's getting older and he has to go on cruise control and still dominate the game, that's something different that we got to consider. I mean, the six for six is no longer, it, that stopped holding up a long time ago. It's still going to be used in arguments, but I don't think it's going to hold up in arguments any longer, especially when they got cat they consider in the best in other sports now. Remember, the pinnacle was, that was MJ. Across all, uh, you know, you could, I guess we can just say genres. But no, nah, I mean, since since then, we've had the Tiger Woods, we had the Tom Brady, we had the LeBron James, we had the Kobe Bryant, we had the Steph Currys, you know. And MJ always feel threatened. That's why they, you know, he made his comment about Steph. Because these are certain players that has changed the game and have a threatening offense ability. And it's like, you know, this this is one cat that is three titles away from tying MJ that has actually impacted the game a lot. But where would he end up statistically? Well, no, we don't know. We just don't know. Now, of course, a lot of players did dominate the game like MJ. Whether you want to talk about the level of competition, physicality, that'll help him. But the, you know, who was guarding him, et cetera, et cetera, you know, whatever. That's not my argument anymore because the eye test is here. And I, I sat in the, I, I sat in the uh, division for so many years with Phillip Rivers and I trashed his ass but growing up maturing a lot watching the game a little bit better with adult eyes this nigga was a gunslinger he was a full-fledged quarterback in the top 10 and 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 some of the important uh stats out there he's retired now after this season but you know this was a cat that i mean come on man so looking back at it, there was a lot of cats that I just did not like, but they had undeniable Hall of Fame, top five talent. There's no getting around that. And I'm a person that don't like to disrespect my elders. You know what I mean? That's why you will always hear me bring up a Kareem, a Bill Russell, a Barry Sanders. You know what I mean? We're bringing up cats that a lot of, a lot of younger generational cats did not see or was able to watch 
or whatever. And even then, you can still Google it, but they don't really care to Google it. But there was a lot of cats that came before them that is just talent-wise just better. But that doesn't mean that these newer cats can't pass them. And a hip-hop game is different. You know what I mean? Because the way music is being sold and, and things like that are being produced and then the level, the content is trash. Most of the content that's being put out is trash, at least for the last past decade. Most of it. So it's different on how you want to measure the artists and which genre should they should be placed in and the greatest of all time and runs and shit like that. That's whole, That's separate. But when it comes to sports... The game has changed slightly, yeah, because of the rules. But you can still capitalize off of how off of these rules. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. In basketball, back in the 80s and the 90s, a little bit more physical. But when you fast forward, these are more talented basketball players. I mean, now you got centers that can shoot the three ball. Whereas before, they didn't even have a three-point line. Let alone having centers shoot the three ball as much. You got power fours that can play the position between the four and the one that can handle the rock. That's Anthony Davis. You got LeBron that can basically play one through five in some games. You know, and then you got quarterbacks like Tom Brady who couldn't get out of the pocket. And then you got Patrick Mahomes. He's not the only one that has done this. But you got quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, Pat, Pat Mahomes, who can get out of the pocket, throw across his chest, or throw no-look no passes. You know what I mean? Can scramble, can throw off of one knee, can have four or five guys hanging off of him and still complete a pass. These are different type of talents. So I don't know if we'll ever come down with a criteria that will just make one person the greatest. I don't think so. I understand that MJ was the greatest in an era where basketball was coming back. He took a hold of it, and he held it down by himself. Even when there were some other stars around, they put a lot of money behind his name, and they kept it going, and it was just the right moment at the right time. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. That was life. That's history. It will never be done like that again. You know what I mean? Even when Braun came out and he came out of high school, he got a lot of pub or whatever. It was still different. But at that time, look at how many great players have been out since then. Now, did Braun change the game? Well, he did because he was actually a, a player that was bigger than, he was bigger than most of the players, faster, stronger, and he, was, uh, he has a well-rounded, all-around type of game. Well, the last time we seen a uh, player like that was Magic Johnson, but nowhere near as athletic as LBJ. Court vision is still better. Court vision is a thing. And they say, well, it's because he was taller, but that, that's not his fault. It's still some tall cats out there that can't pass the rock. There's <laughs> a lot of tall cats out there that can't pass the rock. You know what I mean? But the way he passed the rock, the way he made it look, phenomenal. Then you got LBJ coming along. Not as flashy as Magic, but faster, more athletic. Shooting better? I don't know. That's probably up in the air. But, you know, making his players better? That's an argument. That's an argument. 
I do know when Ron leaves the team, it's like the team just, the franchise is self destructs Whereas Kawhi Leonard left Toronto, and Toronto still went to the playoffs the next year. They're not, they're sugar shit right now, but you see where I'm going with this. Kobe Bryant left. We went to sugar shit real fast, which is expected. When you lose a superstar, a franchise staple, nine times out of ten, your franchise is going to take a hit. Unless you had a backup. And even then, if LeBron James decided that he wanted to retire today and we still got Anthony Davis and contract-wise, we got a lock, locked in for some, for some good seasons, we're still going to be, I don't think we're going to be the favorites, but we're going to be a playoff contender. So we go from a playoff contender, we go from a championship contender to a playoff contender with Anthony Davis as the guy, unless LBJ was replaced by somebody. But if, if AD is the main player, I mean, we're basically just the, the Lakers with a top five player um, that's a playoff contender team. Brady on the Patriots. Goes to the Bucks, makes them an instant championship contender team, and he led them to the Super Bowl. The Patriots didn't make the playoffs this year with Cam Newton as, his, as the starting quarterback most of the games. I don't think that's a full knock on Belichick, but it does says a lot. So when we talk about the GOATs and stuff like that, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I honestly don't believe that there will be one player sitting at the top of the throne. Uh, Laker players, we're going to have Kobe and or Magic or Kareem. You know, Chicago fans are going to have MJ. You know, Cleveland fans and a lot of a lot of other people is going to have LBJ. Patriots and Tampa Bay is going to have Tom Brady as the GOAT. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's a... Everybody has a fair argument. Nobody has one up. You know what I mean? If anything, if anything, Brady and Tom Brady, I mean, Brady and uh, LeBron James has, they got a reason to, to, to say, look, to stand up at the table and be like, look, you only been there six times. You only been there seven times or whatever. We've been there 10 times. <laughs> to go to the Super Bowl 10 times is crazy. Right? This is why we'll never forget about the Buffalo Bills because they went to four straight Super Bowls. They lost, but they're still in that history slot. Like, yo, that team was dope. You know what I mean? So you got to win. You got to win, though. That's the thing. You have to win. And they say a lot of people don't make it to the finals. A lot of people don't make it to the NFL playoffs. Brandon Marshall has never played in an NFL playoff game. Let alone making it to the Super Bowl. And you gotta win, you gotta win three games to get to the Super Bowl. Whereas in basketball, shit, don't let that motherfucker go seven games each series. That's a lot of games. That's a lot. And that's that's saying when you get to the finals, that motherfucker can go between five to seven games. So, you know, when we talk about the GOAT, I'm not going to sit up there and just put one player that reigns over, and that's not going to happen. 
You could chalk that up. All that, the way we used to think in the 90s and the early 2000s, that's out the door, brother. That's out the door. And that's thanks to Brady and Bron. Because a lot of people didn't ever, you know, early on, they didn't count the losses that they took in the finals, let alone getting there. You got to get to the finals. A lot of niggas have never shared that experience or that love of being in the finals and even losing. So... Yeah, I'm not afraid to say it. I think LBJ definitely going to end up as as the top player of all time in the NBA. I think Brady is going to end up at the top quarterback in the NFL. But at the same time, to cross all genres, including baseball, soccer, golf, all that shit, nobody. I think they all going to sit at the top of the throne, as they should. Because we could literally make arguments for every player that I brought up and more. You know, niggas forget Carl Malone. It's hard to catch that nigga. <laughs> Carl Malone put up buckets. He ain't got no rings. Niggas forget that Kareem got six rings. So, yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Tom Brady, man. Um, as far as the Chiefs. That was ugly. And I don't really care because they're in my division, their rivals. But they made them look extra human on that Sunday. They did. And a lot of people had pulled the conspiracy card. Me, you know, I'm good for it. Especially being a part of the tuck rule. Especially hearing about them having uh, spy gate, deflate gate and shit like that. I get that. But this Super Bowl... I don't see how y'all got anything cheating in this series. They just whooped their ass. Tom Brady don't play defense. And offensively, they just scored on them niggas. They moved the ball. There was one play to the back of the end zone. Brady, I think Brady threw it to Evans. Um, but the ball wasn't catchable. And I tweeted that out. That play when I decided the game, though. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was a closed game on, you know, after, you know, after, um, after Kansas City kicked a second field goal, that game was over. And a lot of cats was like, y'all, y'all act like Kansas City can't go, can't score two, three touchdowns in a matter of, yeah, no, y'all wasn't watching the same Super Bowl <laughs> because it's not like they was about to do that. At no point, Especially in the second half. In the second half, I didn't feel like they were going to pull one of those Golden States in the third quarter runs at all. It was the flow of the game. And a lot, maybe some people don't feel the game like I feel the game. But I didn't feel like they was about to do that. There were certain times where you looked at Golden State and it was like, that third quarter run might happen again. I feel it coming on. It's going to happen. Yeah. This wasn't that. This wasn't that. I seen the way Tampa Bay was floating and flying around on defense. They shut their role players down. Shut all of them down. I think their best play, I mean, they and they got into, obviously, because they got three field goals, but they got into the red zone a couple of times. And they even got a stop. Or they, even, they even got a goal line stop. They did. They did. And I remember in one of the group chats, one of the football, fantasy football group chats, they was like, you know, Tampa Bay on their first drive, didn't they, they, they didn't score. 
they didn't score. And they was like, that was a mistake. Kansas City is about to run all, they about to run these niggas up. And I was like, no, but this, this Tampa Bay defense has been on Pat Mahomes' ass. And I said that early on in the first quarter. I'm like, no, they on his ass. They are on his ass. This is something different. They're getting this nigga out of the pocket. Like, at one point, this nigga was scrambling like every goddamn play and running out of bounds. Picking up yardage, don't get me wrong, moving a rock. But it was like, he can't keep doing that. And that's basically what happened, man. They shut that nigga down. They want Pat Mahomes to be the next, the next Brady so bad that is ugly. Even his, even his questionable plays is making high, is 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 a highlight reel to their standards. Is and that's the thing. I can't. You can't charge that to the player. Because this is the media, and these are the fans that hype him up like this. Same thing with LeBron, same thing with Brady. We can't do that. You know what I mean? Even though they have gave us material throughout their careers to say, like, all right, now you're doing too much. Now you're saying too much. Bron has tweeted out some shit or said some shit, you know what I'm saying, on camera or in post games or after a championship. Tom Brady, you can see him visually barking at other defenders and shit like that. You know what I mean? So we know he he was he's with the shits. You know, caught him with a MAGA hat. That's ugly. That's on his record. You know, so we have our personal reasons why we don't like certain players and stuff like that. And then some of this shit is just created by the media to stir up attention, and some of this is by the fans that just like to stir up attention. So you can't really charge a player fully about that. But it's like God, it's God awful and ugly and pathetic how they try to, you know, they want, they want him to be the next best thing. And that's just what it is, though. In the NFL, you could have four to five elite quarterbacks, but they want that one quarterback that's just untouchable. That's just it. You know, in the league, in the, in the, in the NBA, you're going to have the top five to ten players. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have the LeBron James. You're going to have the Giannis. You're going to have the James Harden. You're going to have AD. You're going to have all these goddamn players. That could be in MVP talks, the Steph Curry's as well. But they want one player to be the face of the league, and they're, they're having problems with that right now. It's like Bron is too old, you know what I'm saying? And they wanted, they wanted to give it, oh, my God, they wanted to give it to Zion so bad. Shout-out to Duke fans for just, I don't know what they were just trying to, they were trying to push the narrative so bad that it was ugly. Like, But we've all seen it. I watch college basketball. Even casual fans that watch college basketball – you know, and watched him in, in high school. He was a man amongst boys. But it was like, is he really going to maintain that with that type of weight? And he has, he's, he's been having history, uh, uh, injury histories ever since he blew that sneaker out in a North Carolina matchup. Talent-wise, we ain't said nothing. On the court, if he's able to play, he going he gonna to dominate somewhat. But the face of the league, it's ugly how they tried to do that. Football season is over, people. Basketball season full effect. All-star game around the corner. They shouting out that LaMelo Ball is the top 10 player in the league right now. Well, at least not a top 10 player in the league, but at least a top 10 guard in the league. Point guard, that is. And you know what? He might just be. My boy Damo has sent me that. He DM me on IG, and he was like, what's my thoughts? And quickly, just being a fan, just what most people do, they're like, oh, hell no. But then after, 
when you really sit there and think about it, like just right now, he just won rookie of the month. Um, he's actually, and he's coming off the bench. And they've been playing better than what they've been playing. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, the Hornets have been, they're entertaining. Let's put it to you like that. Are they, are, is he a top 10 point guard? He could be. He could be somewhere between 7 and 10. If you really think about it, the usual suspects aren't so usual right now. That's why I'm saying it's not like he can't get bumped out of that. It's just that the usual point guard that we talk about is hasn't been either hasn't played a full season, you know, or isn't playing that well or is out right now. He technically can be a seven to ten top ten point guard. He can. Talent wise, he's killing. But I'm saying overall, yeah, I can give it to him. You know, I listened to my boys over there, um, my boy Ball Sports. I listen to their, um, I listen to them damn near almost every day (laughs) because, well, not every day, but every other day because the Bulls Insider, they, they, uh, they basically break down the game and things like that. And I like it. I actually like it. I don't like too many. I don't like too many podcasts, sports podcasts that break it down to a T. Like it's, we got Sports Center for that. We, we we really do. Like we know the X's and O's. I'm beyond that. I like barbershop talk when it comes to sports. We can go through the stats all day. That's cool. The winning and losing percentage. That's nice. But I'm more of the eye test, and I I like to keep it urban and in the barbershop when it comes to the sports. But they do a great mixture of both or whatever. And I know Zoe name has been brought up, you know, and I, I, and, I was, and I listen to them. And I listen to a lot of Chicago fans that, that they praise Kobe coming out of the draft. Lori Marketing or whatever his last name is. He's been dealing with some injuries. I remember watching um, Wendell Carter in the summer league. Fucking monster he was. But they, he, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Um, it's been hit or miss with them. But Zoe going to Chicago, I just that's what the reason why I'm bringing up Chicago is because, you know, there has been talks about Zoe going to Chicago. He would look fucking nice in that jersey. I prefer him to come back home, but he would look fucking nice in that Chicago Bulls jersey. Oh, man. It would be nice. Um, but pulling the trigger on Zoe, what would you be willing to give up? That's the big question. I'm not a Chicago fan. I know what I will give up, but, you know, they have their thoughts on who they were willing to give up. Um, it'll be interesting because there's going to be some moves or whatever. It'll be interesting to see if Zoe gets moved. Will he be considered a journeyman at this point? I think he should be a point guard that should have a home by now. We'll see though. We'll see though. Football season is over, people. Um, Tom Brady is the goat as of right now, until further notice. At least at the top of the quarterback chain. And uh, more basketball talk to come in the future because shit, that's all we'll have. <laughs> Shout out to my Doyers though. Overrun with BTG. I'll see y'all next week, man.